we have a couple of phone operators on the on the line here. We learned this morning that four one one is going away as of this month. The the in for the old information number is going away, and we wondered if we had any people in our audience who used to be phone operators. And Phil used to do this for Northwest Bell. And where was the Northwest Bell building? Where did you do this, Phil, and how many years did you do it? Seattle, Washington at 1101 4th Avenue in Seattle. I think now it's a hotel. Okay. And I did a, I started it right out of high school in 1979, and I was a, like a board operator for probably four years. And then I did something called TSPS, which I don't even know what that stands for, but it was a zero <laughs> operator. But the cord, another, the cord board is exactly what we thought it would be, like on the, the old TV shows where you just plug those cords into different holes? Yes. Yes. It was quite fun. Actually, I enjoyed that job. We did ship-to-shore calls to boats out of Puget Sound and in the San Juans and air-to-ground calls to airplanes yeah. and some of the first mobile calls to, like, you know, people have these big mobile phones in their cars. So... Yeah, you know, I, I pictured the operator. I pictured the operator standing bare, there, but with the switchboard, with a cigarette going, and maybe a bottle of soda or water or something like that. Was that kind of how it would work? You were exactly right. When I first started there, you could smoke right at the switchboard. Yeah, those are the. Good but only for a year or two, and then they once the eighties came around, they yeah. We All right, them. thank you, Phil. And then uh, Renee was a four one one. Operator. Now, again, if you're a younger person, the 411 was that was a number you used to be able to dial to get a, a phone number for any resident or business, uh, residents or business. And it was a free for many years. It was free. And then I think they started charging for it. And, and was it was it always busy? Were you always busy, Renee? Or did you have a lot of downtime in between 411 calls? Only uh, the only downtime was like early in the morning because there's not a lot of people up at that time. But as yeah. soon as you know, so if you're if you're at four a.m. or five a.m. in the morning, it would be it would be dead. But by you know six o'clock, six thirty, it was continuous one after another. And by the way, TSPS stands for Traffic Service Position System Operator. But oh, um, hell, yeah. But they uh, so we did that as well. It, you know the different mixes and so on. But yeah, four one one primarily business and residential numbers continuously all day long between seven and eight hundred calls a day. Yeah, and I bet you said it only happened like during the day and like early morning it would be it would slack off. But now it's a twenty four hour world. If we had you know the same kind of twenty four hour world, it probably would have been going full tilt boogie all day. Yeah, potentially for sure. And people used to call. <laughs> People used there used to be a number for the time and temperature too, and people used to or people would call the operator and ask for the time. You know, it, it was it's it's hard to imagine that now that you'd pick up the phone and you would ask because obviously that information is on your phone now. But there was a time when you used to do that. You used to dial the operator for the phone and the weather. Well, even when I was an operator, there was an automated system to do that. You could call two one one and it would tell yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks, thanks, Renee. Friend John, KISM, good morning. Uh, yeah, you guys were uh, talking about uh, zero operators earlier, and if anybody was ever one to call in, and I was a zero operator for ATT. Oh, you sound like an operator. You got that soothing, calming voice that says, you're going to connect me with whoever I need to find. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, all right, give us, your best, story. Give us your best story about uh, being an operator. Well, 
what a lot of people forget is that we were actually the emergency number also. Um, and we were also marine operators. We handled all the boats out on the water. And we all had we had to put all the jail calls through verbally. Uh, guys from prison. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. There was you there was have a, a collect call from Jimmy Watson of the Washington State Correctional <laughs> Facility. Yeah, exactly. And uh, there was there was many times when when um, people would call uh, just for the time, of course. And uh, it, it was just it was just a fun job. But um, there's a lot of days you left and you had a big old fat headache because of all the. <laughs> Repetitive questions over and over. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. People forget there. There was nine one one has only been in existence for most of the country for maybe I don't know twenty years or something like that. Before exactly. that, people would call. They dial zero, and that's how it would all happen. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, we helped out a lot of the older folks, and uh, and channel. Basically, we channeled calls throughout the. Uh, uh, AT&T for business and such like that, yeah. you know, so, but it was a fun job. It was very interesting. Well, especially those prison calls, man. Yeah, all, the prison ones. <laughs> they were always trying to pull quick ones on you too. When you would announce their name, they would say something like, Oh, this is Mike calling for Fred. I'm a Fred friend and I need you to put this call through. And then I would have to, of course, disconnect it from them and stuff before that. Yeah. And usually that, yeah, they were big time. Scammers, and you could listen in on the calls too. Couldn't you? Uh, yes, I could. Um, you weren't supposed I had to. to listen in on to. I had to keep them in my loop, and also we had to listen to um, uh, the nine one one calls. We actually had to um, monitor them and stuff. Yeah, and listen wow. to them. yeah and, that uh, seemed like a pretty cool profession. Yeah, yeah, it was, and yeah. we actually worked not eight hour shifts because of the the mental fatigue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get. It just yeah, you need to be on top of your game. Yeah. Operator Jim Croce. We still get, every once in a while, we get uh, calls from prisoners. Like on the studio lines, it'll be an automated operator saying, call from whatever facility. Oh, yeah. And they give you that little second where you get to say your name, where they record it. You have a collect call, and then there's like a beep, and then... It's me. I'm in prison. You yeah. gotta help me. <laughs> we're not. Unfortunately, we're not allowed to. The company won't let us take any collect calls from anybody. But if we could take a collect call from anyone, a prisoner would be the first. That would be the best. But they won't let us do it. We would love for the love to have those stories. I remember the t- one time when I was in jail and they called my dad and they and they said you have a collect call from the you know Lompoc County uh, Juvenile Hall or something like that. And will you accept the charges? My dad just said no and hung up. He's <laughs> like, I don't want to deal with that. Let him sweat it out. Sorry, son. They said no. Yeah. That was your one phone call. Let's You're walk out. him back down. Perp yeah. walking. Or whatever. What did your daddy say no? Yeah. That was pretty fast. Uh, daddy doesn't want to. Daddy don't care no more, huh?